Hey everyone, you're listening to LOL Storytime, the goofy story podcast for kids. This week's story is called The World's Busiest Kid, and it's dedicated to a reviewer who posted under the name Rose Dead. Thanks so much, Rose, for listening and leaving a review. Today's story features a character named after you, so let's just get right into it. This is the story of Rose, the world's busiest kid. And when I say busy, I mean really busy. Every minute of every day was fully booked with either school or some kind of extracurricular activity. If there was a sport to be played, Rose played it. Ever heard of a sport called Bosa Ball? Of course not. But Rose had, because she played it. And she didn't just play sports. She also took a bazillion different kinds of lessons, like piano, cooking, coding, and numerous language lessons. She could order a hamburger in 31 different languages. Not that she really wanted to. She was more of a chicken nuggies kind of kid. But yeah, sports, lessons, camps, clubs, Rose was in them all. Her parents had carefully coordinated her schedule so that as one activity ended, she could be immediately whisked off to the next one. And while other busy kids at least had their recess breaks to look forward to, recesses were when Rose got swarmed by tutors. She couldn't even eat a peanut butter sandwich in peace without being quizzed on her math facts. See what I mean? Busy. But then there was one day that was slightly less busy. One of her lessons had been cancelled, leaving Rose with a whole free hour in her day. There were usually backup activities ready for moments like these, but Rose's parents had misplaced the backup schedule. Rose never had a free hour before and wasn't quite sure what to do. Her parents were too busy looking all over for the missing schedule to offer her any suggestions, so Rose decided to put on her shoes and go outside. A girl from school had been passing by and stopped to say hello. Rose, are you in the middle of a walking lesson or something? What's going on? Rose's eyes widened. Walking lessons? That's a thing? How am I not signed up for that? The other girl, whose name was Bridget, slowly cranked her head back. No, Rose, of course that's not a thing. I mean, it could be a thing for one-year-olds, but no, I was only kidding. It's just that we never see you unless you're hurrying off to an organized activity. Rose sighed in relief. Oh, well that's good. I guess I can leave that one for the one-year-olds. I actually have a whole hour with no activities right now, so I'm trying to figure out what to do. Bridget pointed to a house not far down the road. That's my place just over there. If you want, we could go play in my backyard. Not having any better ideas, Rose agreed and followed her classmate back to her house. Bridget's backyard was almost the same size as Rose's, except there weren't any gardens in sight. There was a play structure, a large oak tree with a treehouse and a rope ladder, and a bunch of outdoor toys scattered all over the place. Where's your garden? asked Rose. My parents gave up on gardening a couple of years ago, explained Bridget. My three brothers and I are not exactly the most gentle when we play. My parents got tired of seeing trampled flowers and kids crying after getting poked by thorn bushes. You guys never learn to stay away from the thorn bushes? asked Rose. It wasn't that we were crashing into the bushes. We kept breaking off branches to play thorn bush tag. Kind of a painful game, if I'm being honest. Rose thought about her own backyard and how she rarely went out there. Seems strange that people would actually use their backyards to play. So, what shall we do? asked Rose. Bridget thought for a moment. Then her face lit up. 
Oh, I know. Let's pretend I'm a bodyguard for the world's richest person who lives in the treehouse, and you're a robber trying to sneak in and take her money. Rose shrugged. Okay, I guess, but why is the richest person living in a treehouse that looks old and rickety? Shouldn't they be living in a treehouse mansion with a fancy security system? Rose, you'll just have to pretend that this is the way it is, suggested Bridget. Okay, I'll try. Now what are the rules and what am I supposed to say? Asked Rose. Bridget's face turned weird. What are you talking about? There aren't any rules. We're just imagining what happens and you're just going to make up what you say. Haven't you ever played make-believe before? Make-believe? Questioned Rose. Don't tell me that's another clobber lesson I'm missing out on. Rose looked genuinely concerned. Bridget just shook her head. Don't your parents ever leave some time for you just to do your own thing? Like make up your own activities? Rose could not recall any such time. My parents pack my days pretty tightly. They want me to learn as many new things as possible so that when I'm a grown-up, I'll be one of the great ones. Bridget almost laughed, but then realized Rose was being serious. One of the great ones? Well, what happens when you're one of the great ones? Hmm, began Rose. I guess, like, maybe I could become the new queen or something? Bridget didn't have the heart to explain to Rose that people only become queens when they have royal parents. And besides, it was already time for Rose to get ready for her lesson on how to bake a turkey. The next day at school, Rose sat down next to Bridget. So get this. I had 14 seconds of time to think in my bed before falling asleep last night, and I thought about what I might say if I were playing that bodyguard game. You know, if I were the bad guy? Bridget waited for her to continue. And? Well, it was only 14 seconds, so I didn't actually come up with anything yet. But I'll keep working on it. Bridget was about to make a comment about how strange that was, but then their teacher began talking about their new assignment. It was an assignment unlike any Rose had ever been given. The assignment was to invent a new game, and that was it. Sir, called Rose, I didn't get a copy of the handout with all the guidelines and instructions. No handouts, no guidelines. Just make up a brand new game that you can teach the class explained the teacher. Oh, you mean pick a well-known sport and prepare a detailed report about all the rules? The teacher now looked confused. No, this activity is meant to tap into your creativity. You're going to come up with a completely original idea, and I can't wait to see what that will be. Rose had a very panicked look on her face. Sir, I know how to ask to go to the bathroom in 31 different languages. I can tie my shoes 48 different ways. I've gotten all A's on every assignment you've ever given us. I'm just not sure this particular assignment is the path to greatness. Rose's teacher opened his mouth to respond, but Rose kept going. Okay, wait. I think I've got it. All right, everyone. So for my new game, it works like this. One person stands up in front of a group of players and gives different commands that the group has to follow. If the leader tricks someone in the group into copying them when they haven't said the whole command, then that person is out. Bridget pointed out what everyone else was thinking. Rose, you basically just explained the game Simon Says. No, it's not, Rose shot back. This game's called, uh, Bryman Says... The teacher did his best to put Rose at ease. Rose, you mustn't let this task get to you. 
this will be a fun way for you to explore your creativity. And creativity can most certainly lead to greatness. Just look at any of the world's greatest accomplishments. Somewhere along the way was some creative thinking or problem solving. And sir, what if someone doesn't have any creativity? Is there like a club for that? Rose's teacher smiled. Anyone is capable of being creative. You just have to look for it. Now, what he really should have said was that you just have to look for it within yourself, because Rose set out on an epic quest to find creativity, wherever it might be hiding. Her journey took her all over the world, through the darkest forests and up the highest mountains. She had no such luck in the jungle. Hey, monkey, uh, have you seen creativity around here anywhere? No? Well... Would you mind sharing some of that banana? I finished my whole lunch during morning snack. She also tried to find creativity in the savannah, but was quickly chased out of there by some angry hippos. Yikes, take it easy, guys. No need to be so moody. Rose even explored some smaller communities, like Goose Pimple Junction in Ding Dong, Texas. Again, no creativity lying around there either. When she finally returned home, she told her teacher all about the failed attempt at finding creativity. Rose, that's great, her teacher said. Um, if failing is great, does that mean I'm somehow getting an A? Rose's teacher shook his head. No, I mean that's great because you actually didn't fail at all. You found creativity. You created an epic journey all on your own. No one planned anything for you, no one scheduled anything for you, you made a plan, and you did it all by yourself. Hey, you know, you're right, said Rose. I did create something, and I've never even taken any travel planning lessons before. Rose's teacher's face now took on a more serious expression. Um, but there is one little problem... You now have about 78 messages to answer from all of your other teachers and club leaders wondering where you've been. In the end, Rose decided to cut back on some of her mega-pack schedule to have a little more free time to play make-believe with Bridget. She was willing to focus a little less on being one of the great ones later so that she could enjoy being a great one now. And as for the school assignment, well, Rose failed. For the life of her, she could not let go of Bryman Says. Come on, guys, it's going to be one of the hottest new original games. The end. That's our story. I hope you enjoyed it. Here's our question of the week. Have you heard of Bosa Ball, and would you try it if you could? Look it up and let me know what you think. Shout out to Margaret for answering some of our previous questions over on the Spotify app. We'll catch you on the next one.